Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I left my heart in San Francisco. Not our usual fare to kick off a podcast. High on a hill. Tony Bennett was the first real, like, jazz standard singer that I developed an appreciation for. Yeah. Like, of that, you know, of all those singers from back in the day, the Frank Sinatras, all those people. Totally. It was right about when I met my wife, Deb. Really? And yeah. I, I had uh, come across some Tony Bennett songs. I was like, you know what? In the right time and place, this music is perfect. Yes, and that's why songs like this are on my cabin playlist. Okay? Which, by the way, I realized when I was listening to it over the weekend. Sucks. You you ripped on me for it being so old-timey. Yeah. This is coming from a guy whose boat playlist has, like, Hans Zimmer on it. No, I have I have a movie soundtrack playlist. Oh, I'm where, sorry. Yeah, I have playlists for <laughs> jazz standards, but I don't mix it in with other songs. Like it's, I'm very when I'm going to listen to this kind of music, I'm yeah. listening to this kind of music. Uh, I can just tap in and out of this. No, kind not of music. Lady Gaga is not coming on after. I know she would be like a good fit because she she's would. <laughs> done a duet album with Tony Bennett, and I guess they have another one coming out. A reason why I'm playing Tony Bennett is because news broke. That uh, he was actually diagnosed with Alzheimer's four years ago now. Really? They just came public with it because I think they just realized that they needed to explain to people that some things are going to be different if you see Tony Bennett around. You know what I mean? Like he's having trouble remembering certain things. What a frustrating disease to suffer from. Yeah. He still sings. Apparently does like a 90 minute set twice a week in his home. They bring in like a pianist and he just loves singing still. Really? Yeah. I mean, he was performing up until not long ago. And I think if he was, if it wasn't a pandemic, he'd still be performing. That guy is Like he'd do shows in New York and stuff like that? Yeah. He'd tour. Wow. And he's an accomplished painter. He's a pretty amazing guy. Is he? Yeah. And he's uh, he's in his like almost mid-90s now. Oh, so, wow. I mean, if you're going to get Alzheimer's, it might as well be when you're in your 90s. It's funny, though. Not that you want to get it any time, but you no. know what I mean. He's led a really amazing life. I remember using some products as a teenager that were h- higher uh, in aluminum. <laughs> and yeah. that has been linked to causing Alzheimer's disease. And I was like... Oh, well, I guess I'll deal with that when I'm old. But it's funny how now as I'm aging, I'm like, God. Yeah. Well, some people can get diagnosed, uh, you know, with early onset and stuff. So it's not like something that affects people just in their 90s. You could be, you know, in your 50s. Totally. And start with that. That's kind of a nightmare. But let's uh, move on from that, shall we? Sure. Um, I don't want to talk about things that are too depressing. How about this? This morning we were talking about that guy who flew to Singapore from Canada. 29-year-old. He uh, He's had working a vape there. pen. 
with him and he tried to hide it in his deodorant bottle, mm-hmm. which I think is like a bit of a red flag. Mm-hmm. If he had just had it almost out in the open, yep. maybe they wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm. But if you've seen these vape pens, it's, I mean, they're just like a... It looks like a, a liquid eyeliner pen or it looks like, it's almost... A pen. It just looks like yeah. a pen. If there was a pen head on the end, you wouldn't really even second guess it, would you? Yeah, but they saw it inside the deodorant. I guess maybe they were doing like scans of bags and stuff and they mm-hmm. busted the guy. And now he, he's going to jail. Mm-hmm. For Because Singapore is like one of those countries where they're super strict about drugs. In fact, you know, you can get sentenced to death for weed possession. What? If you have, I think I saw it was 500 grams like, if you have 500 grams or more of weed, okay. the maximum penalty is death. That's um, that's I, crazy. <laughs> that's a lot. I also heard somebody texted us when we were doing our show uh, on the air. And he said, yeah, Singapore, you can get uh, arrested for chewing gum on the street. Like, chewing gum is illegal. Arrested or fined? I, fined. I, I'd get heard, a ticket. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that, like, chewing gum. I don't know if that's uh, something that's changed I remember that, like, a friend of mine lived there for a bit with his parents yeah. when their, their dad was put over there for a job, and he said that they couldn't chew gum. Ooh. And it was sort of a thing. It's a very clean city. They didn't like... Uh, gum on know, the ground. Gum on the ground. I don't like it either, come yeah. to think of it. But, but they're pretty uptight about weed, and uh, so that guy was going to jail for how long now? So he was, I mean, that kind of uh, fine for what he got, it, he could have gone to prison for 10 years. And I was reading into the case, and the lawyer said, he made a case of saying, you know, we didn't weigh the substance. And if you weigh the actual amount of cannabis in this vape pen, that would open up a whole nother field of questions of like, you know, you say uh, after how many milligrams? Well, 500 grams 500 of grams. Uh, weed, you could be sentenced to death. So he, the lawyer argued like, we could go down that road and fight the look at how insignificant the amount of weed is battle. Yeah. Um, but we don't want to use up the court's resources and all was, of that. So I, that, Yeah, I read it. It was 0.3 of a gram of the oil that has the THC in it. Okay. So it's one. It's on the smaller side. Like if you've seen those cartridges, from what I hear, uh, <laughs> they they kind of range in sizes from like point three to one gram. He didn't get the jumbo. Didn't get the jumbo <laughs> re- King replaceable <laughs> cartridge. He was. I assume it was just like a disposable vape, that kind of thing you throw out when you're done. I mean, I've seen these things around. They're yeah. very discreet, and uh, so he's going to jail. Now he's going to jail for, for sixteen weeks. And he, his first day in jail was last Wednesday, so he's going to be in jail. Four till, months almost. Like yeah, it's almost four Close months. to four months in jail. I know. For a weed pen, something you can buy legally in Canada. That's so and fucked then, up. And then does he like, you know, have problems with work and stuff after that? Because you're, can he travel ever again? Well, whatever job he has. That's going to come up. He's got to take a leave of absence for 16 weeks. And he's got to probably tell them why he's got to take that time off unless he's very creative and can get a <laughs> note from his doctor saying he's on stress leave. Is he not in the news? How are they not going to know <laughs> yeah, who it is? Yeah, 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 we, yeah, they yeah. know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Word's out. Word is out. That's so true. it just, it brought back memories. I was in at this wedding in Mexico and a lot of Canadians had gone and Americans had gone. And one of the guests at the wedding had flown in with a vape pen in her makeup bag. Yeah. And she, you know... She showed it to me and how it looked amongst everything else. And I was like, yeah, it does look kind of like an eyeliner. 
Yeah, but is it worth? Is it worth getting it? caught and being made an example? Yeah, you know, no, it's not. It would be. I mean, it's so tempting because you you think that like, oh, would dogs even sniff it? You know, if it's in a disposable vape pen. I want to look that up. I. Can. I've tried. I've looked oh. it up. Oh yeah, I shouldn't even Google this <laughs> on my curiosity. computer. But I, I don't. I don't know if it's like there's any conclusive proof one way or another. And I think the only way you'd really find out is if you had a dog sniffing your purse and you had a vape pen in there. And I don't know if you want to be put in that situation. Like it's just not worth it when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. If weed is so important to you while you're traveling, just go somewhere where you can get weed, no problem. You know, don't it travel says- to a country where it's highly illegal. <laughs> It says, if you're wondering, the answer is unwaveringly yes. Whether you're inhaling marijuana or tobacco, dogs are able to sniff it out, even if the vape pen is small and discreet. Yeah, so that's not worth it. And I would imagine now that weed's legal in Canada, that certain Canadian flights would be flagged as they come into countries where they have very strict laws. Oh, hell yes. You ever been to Jamaica? Man, I'll tell you, I've only been there once. When I landed in Toronto... Uh, after having been in Jamaica for a week, they had the drug dogs out walking around everybody who is picking up their luggage. And you rarely see that. It's only when they you're coming from like an area <laughs> that is known for excessive drug use. Right. Lots of people, uh, you know, want to go on these weed vacations, especially this was when I went to Jamaica. It was still illegal in Canada. So there was added incentive for people to bring weed back with them. Wow. Not worth it, though. Not worth it. I've heard of people mailing vape pens. Really? To a destination. Like, let's just say hypothetically speaking. hmm Okay. I was going to go visit my sister in London, England. Gotcha. I could put a little care package together. Like, let's just say hypothetically, <laughs> like a pencil case with some markers and crayons and stuff. And vape pens. <laughs> and if I threw a vape pen in the mix, like a little mini one. Yeah. And then I mail it to them as a little package with uh, Chris Bundes's return address on it, <laughs> our producer, you know, let's just yeah. say hypothetically speaking. Yes. And it arrives and there aren't cops at the door with the package. Then the pen is there. I'm curious. So you don't have to go through an airport that to pick it up. That must happen all the time then, like... With, yeah. What's the deal uh, when mail comes in? Or is, are they not being scanned? Well, it's a question of how... I'm sure they are, but like... Are they all, is it all getting scanned? (laughs) And also, I I wonder about, like, hypothetically, if I did that and I sent it to my sister's house, Mm. what if they noticed there was a weed pen in it, a vape pen? Mm -hmm. Would they show up at her door with the package? Because she could easily just be like, I don't know Bundus. I don't know who this guy is in Toronto. This is not mine. Um, You know. How would how would they uh, how would that play out? How would that play out? An interrogation, perhaps. I wonder. Tie her to a chair. A guy, who, who was saying this? That's okay. Do you know uh, <laughs> when we were together? Where are the drugs? <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That's right. Um, <laughs> when we worked in Montreal together, yeah, there was a guy that we both worked with. Remember Dave? Big D. Big D. <laughs> uh, Dave loved his weed and um, we would have the opportunity at times to go for like these weekend ski getaways 
where the ski team would go off. We had a ski team. That was yeah. the best. <laughs> it was great. But he would he would talk about how like if he was going on vacation somewhere, he would mail a package to wherever he was going to the uh, hotel. Yeah. So let's just say you're going to Chicago for a long weekend. You send uh, like a FedEx package or something hotel. to the hotel in your name. And uh, maybe you call in advance. I don't really know the logistics of how it would work. Mm-hmm. But I assume like, you know, if you were traveling on business and you forgot some paperwork and you're like, hey, uh, Bunda, send me that package and have it meet me at the hotel. Like that must happen all the time, right? Yes. Or the, you need documents signed. So you probably call the hotel and say, hey, I'm expecting a package. I'm arriving on Friday. Please hold it for me. And then you get there and then you're like, boom, you got your weed. yeah yeah that's probably one way to do it i also think that concierge will really take care of you will they oh hell yes i i know someone who was in manhattan (laughs) okay at a a hotel working yeah uh blonde girl (laughs) (laughs) and uh this person yeah just brazenly went up to the concierge and said where can i get some weed And the concierge, who, by the way, is always asked about crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Said, "Uh, not a problem. Somebody will knock on your hotel room door in the next hour. Really? But you just want like what? What kind of hotel are we talking about? A nice hotel. Yeah. Nice hotel. Uh, We want like one gram. It's going to be like, it's going to be marked up like four times what you're used to because somebody's coming and. Yeah. But uh, I think concierge people have like your drug d- uh, people on speed dial, prostitutes yeah. probably. They have a lot of you know. It's not just like where's a great restaurant that I can go to. It's like they got a lot of things lined up for you. I need butt plugs <laughs> and I need it within an hour. Can you help me out? <laughs> no, for real. Not, well, maybe butt plugs, sure. But yeah. I, I was shocked. I need adult-sized diapers. <laughs> I need a woman who will use them on me and change me. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey. Bundes, have you ever heard of uh, just asking a con... Like, um, at the right kind of hotel. I think if you do that at the Holiday Inn, they'll tell you to fuck off and call the yeah. cops. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be clever. I would never mail myself drugs, but you know <laughs> when you when you show up at a place, it's pretty easy to tell. Like, you don't want to do it. Okay, like first of all, if you're looking for like cocaine, let's say you don't want to go to a nightclub in Miami where there's narcs everywhere and tons of cocaine going over the border and just start asking random people <laughs> in a club where you can get cocaine from. You're gonna get arrested because it's gonna be a narc that you yes. end up asking. Okay. What you want to do is like while it's in the middle of the day and you're sitting on the beach or you're sitting on like you know 
like a restaurant, you see a local that kind of looks like he's just hanging out with his buddy. He looks like you. That's the person you ask. Yeah. Yeah. They're not narcs. Or the wait, the waiter at your at your table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, pe- re- regular people in the middle of the day. You don't do it at a nightclub. Like when you're like, you have yes. to. So for you, for example, if you were interested in that, you would find the guy with the deepest V, and you'd be like, <laughs> he looks like me. We think alike. We dress alike. Yeah. This guy likes to party <laughs> a certain <laughs> way. That's it. Talking to him. That's yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah it's uh i mean i've i've been on vacation where people have bought drugs before in like developing countries it's a bit scary yeah what didn't you you were at a wedding where people got arrested for trying to buy drugs on the beach didn't you yes uh, that wedding in mexico yeah so the vape pen where was girl, that in mexico uh puerto vallarta okay so the vape pen girl made the right call Wow. She got lucky. She got lucky because... She did get lucky. When you go to Mexico, anyone who's been there knows that when you land at the airport and you're going through the little bag search area, you push a button. If it's green, you go through. If it's red, they're searching your bag no matter what you look like. Yep. And uh, she must have got the green light. She did. She got the green light. That's a scary moment, though. (laughs) But anyway. Um, Yeah, there were a couple of guys. I believe they were in the wedding party, like on the groom's side, that tried to buy weed on the beach, and it was actually an undercover cop. Okay, see, that's another thing. If anybody ever comes up to you on the beach and they're like, hey, you want to buy weed? Don't say yes. Yeah. yeah, but that shit happens all the time I know, in touristy don't, areas. I know, don't say yes because you don't know if that's a narc. Yeah. You have to go, you have to be clever and you have to go out and seek it. You it might what? not even be a narc too. It might just be somebody who wants to abuse a tourist and get them in a situation where they have to pay up all their money. Yeah, yeah. To get or out I'm going to rat you out yeah. or whatever. When I was in Jamaica, one of the people I was with wanted to track down some weed. And by the way, when you're at a resort in Jamaica, there's no shortage of people who are going to offer you every drug under the sun at any moment. Like really? every resort worker. Because <laughs> we were like a couple of dudes hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh Every single person that worked there would start the conversation. Hey, having a good time? Yeah. Yo, you need anything else to improve your uh, experience? Uh, you know, whatever you need, cocaine? Uh, <laughs> marijuana? I got it all. Uh, you know, like, uh, then it becomes a quieter ecstasy, conversation. And then it's like, I, no, we're good. Thanks. <laughs> I was too chicken because it just felt like, uh, you know, I was worried about someone being a narc yeah. or getting busted. What we found is that we there were other Canadians there, mm-hmm. and my buddy was talking to someone else, could smell the weed from their balcony <laughs> in the building we were staying in, Yes, and was like, hey, uh, where'd you get the weed? And he's like, oh man, this guy gave me so much, because they like to impress you, right? Because the weed's like essentially free, it seems. Really? So uh, he had way too much, so he just bought some off the Canadian there, which was the way to do it. Way Perfect. better than buying it from the bartender or the server. Although I'm sure they'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? a great way to do it. Just buy it because, you know, uh, you don't want to fly home with that in your bag. Yeah, like so I, I was another in another country and same thing. It was somebody else found it and was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to have that look, too, because I remember we were traveling and we had this guy who was with us and he just kept getting approached all the time asking mm. uh, being asked if he wanted anything else 
and it's almost like they look more approachable or they just look like the kind of person who likes to have a good time, you know? Yeah. It's, it's that. They look like they do drugs. It's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what the hell? But if that's your job, like, a, you know, for example, some of these people that normally are doing like baggage or whatever at a resort, yeah. they can supplement their income oh, yeah. by uh, just, you know, connecting people uh, to drugs mm-hmm. or booze for the room. Mm-hmm. You know, you need anything in your room? You let me know. Because they got access to like some of the bottles behind the bar and they just find their way to you. Telling Even though you it's guys, like all you can drink, but The still. concierge. Yeah. It's the way to go every time. Yeah. I can see you trying that one time, Tucker, and just ending up in jail. Hello, uh, <laughs> I was wondering if uh, you could help me. Uh, I'm trying to locate some marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> Having a real nice time here. Really I- enjoying the hotel. You know what would help me enjoy it a little more? A little bit of cocaine. <laughs> can you order me an eight ball and a couple hookers? Thanks. Yes. And butt plugs. Have you got a Connection to butt plugs after hours. All the sex shops are closed. I swear I would love to hear from a concierge who could tell us if that happens. Oh, I'm sure they get asked for everything. Yeah. And craziest thing you've ever been asked for. DM me. Yeah. I mean, what would it would be drugs and prostitution? Yeah. That would be the ones that would be like. I wonder what the what the hotel policy is on that. Like, let's just say you work for Fairmont or whoever owns those hotels these days. Like, if you're a concierge, mm. is there a code of conduct and you have to sign away? Or are they just sort of like, you make sure our guests are having a great time, mm. wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know? That's a very good question. I can't imagine it's a mission statement from above, you know? Like, <laughs> no, but I, I know that they're saying don't, you know, uh, they're not saying go buy drugs for people, but I wonder if they're making sure that they leave that option open. Uh, I'll tell you what, I knew a guy who worked for, um, do you remember Club Med? Yeah, of course. They still have some <laughs> resorts. I think it was a Club Med. He was a dive instructor. Mm-hmm. And so he was just, he'd take people scuba diving during the day. And they wanted the people that went to the resort to have as good a time as they could have for their week. They were encouraged to bang guests of the resort if there was like a girl a woman's group like a couple ladies befriend them uh they want to like hook up hook up they had in their staff housing they had like a giant bucket filled with condoms have sex with the guests and it was like if they want you to be their boyfriend for the week and you're you know they didn't say you had to do it but if you want to do it go right ahead whereas some places might frown upon you know, guests hooking up with uh, the staff or the staff hooking up with guests. This is the plot line of a Ben Stiller movie, you realize. Is it? I think it's Along Came Polly. Ben Stiller's, the movie starts with him on his honeymoon. Yeah. And his wife ends up having sex with the scuba instructor. Yeah, but it happens, so. (laughs) He walks in on it. He's still got the flippers on. Oh, this guy was telling me stories. This is like, I used to dive with this guy right when I met Deb. And I was just thinking like, why didn't I become a sailing instructor at Club Med for one season at least? (laughs) Just to live that life. Because it sounded like it was pretty epic. Because this guy was no slayer. Really? But you know, when someone's on vacation. They want to have sex. They want to have sex. Yeah. And if you are like 
And, you know, I'm sure in a lot of cases there was an age difference. He's this young guy. He's Plus like he's 20. local. We could, he'd be like, hey, guys, you want to like go to a cool restaurant I know or something like that? You want to get off the resort tonight? I'll show you the town. I can tell you about a place uh, that sells great enchiladas. I uh, went there last week. But they would have like girlfriends of the week when they were working there. Oh my god! And the girls would have boyfriends for the week, and they would have like this great week of Fun to uh, guys, vacation. Sex. sex is the best, man. I miss it, and I'm, I just want to get on a plane right now. Yeah, oh yeah. My god. I, that's n- I've never ever uh, hooked up with anyone while on vacation that what? I could think of. Because it's like the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> do, do you want to know? Outside of like traveling as a child, which I didn't do much of, we drove to Florida twice. Yeah, I did a trip at university. We went to the Florida Keys camping. I was with like two other guys. Zero sex. <laughs> Sounds terrible. We stopped in Daytona on the way home, but uh, nothing happened there. Didn't get laid, no? No. And then <laughs> the first time I ever saw the Caribbean, I was already with Deb. I, I mean, that's what happens when you meet the person that you're you going to spend the rest of the, your life with when you're 10. You didn't go to Senior Frogs in uh, Cancun and get no. crazy? <laughs> Phone party or something? <laughs> no. I mean, I've been to Cancun and I've partied there, but I was with my... Girlfriend who became same. my wife. Not the same. I don't, I don't think there's. I've never been on a trip and not gotten laid, and it's been. It's usually like multiple times on a trip. It's just easy. Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. Like all the rules are out the window, and when you're on vacation, you know that you only have limited time in that one spot. So all the normal rules of dating and getting to know someone go out the window. You just you end up being so in the moment that anything goes. Anything goes. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Must be nice. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. You got locked down early, man. You really did. Yeah, but you know, maybe it's better that way. Yeah, it's not like you're missing out on that much. I mean, I've had a few random hookups in my life. There you go. So you know. And, and it's fun, and it, but it, uh, the and couple times done. it happened, it was not like... Yeah. It's not mind-blowing sex. It's not that. What, what what worries me is what people don't get to experience that, they start longing for it later in life. And I and I fear that a lot of people have like those late mid, midlife crisis where they just want to go out and fuck everything and drink and party because they didn't do it when they were younger. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it's not, is this a warning for me? Sounds uh, like, not just, just in general. In like general. I know guys uh, yeah. that I grew up with who were not like me, who got locked down. And the older, you know, at this point in my life, I'm like, I just want to stay at home on a Friday night. Like, uh, you know, I know it's a pandemic, but generally speaking, as I've gotten older in life, I, I didn't care to go out and party as much because I already did all that stuff. I drank, I partied, I slept with women, I did all that fun stuff mm. where all these guys are now f- starting to hit their peak, but they have wives at home and children at home and they're doing shady shit behind their backs. Yeah, that sucks. And they're thinking that they're missing out on this great life when I'm thinking, when I'm like, dude, you have it all. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, it's well, grass is always greener, right? Yeah. But I show me a guy who's happily married and he has sex with someone else and I bet you the guilt and the sex is just like probably fine in that moment maybe exciting cuz it's new but it's not going to be I don't think it's going to fill any hole or anything it's no. not worth it no. it's not worth unless it unless you're no. look if you're with someone who's kind of abstaining from sex and you're not getting anything and you're doing your best to have like a, a healthy relationship and uh, for whatever reason they are, you know, not into it. And that can happen. Yeah, you just got to say like, apart. I think you should be honest and be like, you know, I'm, 
I need to be in an open relationship sexually then. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. There could be lots of reasons why people would want to go somewhere else to get sex, mm-hmm. especially if uh, if somebody's just, you know, feeling asexual for yeah, a long period of time. Totally. I mean, I, I can think, of, I know people, you know, friends of friends that they'll go sometimes over a year without having sex, a married couple. Now, I think... There's something going on there. Mm-hmm. Like the guy's either like addicted to porn mm-hmm. or he's having an affair. But I mean, the woman in the relationship wants to be hooking up. Oh, that's and tough. And uh, isn't really getting any interest from her husband. So to me, it's like she should just go bang a guy. Go have sex somewhere well, else if you're not getting it imagine at Imagine how powerful it would be if they talked about it openly yeah. and just said, okay, what's the plan here? Because if it's something that's important to her that she needs. I wouldn't put up with that kind of relationship. There's no way. <laughs> I'd be out. I mean, I would talk to my wife about it. Yeah. But if we reached the end of our sexual, uh, like the sexual component of our relationship, mm-hmm. then we're just kind of like friends and partners. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing. If that's <laughs> the way it's going to go on moving forward. Yeah. But I'm going to want to have that other p- component looked after. Uh-huh. So if she said, oh, I don't want to have sex with you ever again, I'd be like, okay, well, what does that mean then? Right. It means I'm going to go have sex somewhere else. Right. You know? Gotcha. And if I st- if I always said no to her and mm. she cheated on me, it couldn't be a surprise. Can we get back to talking about how do you get drugs when you're on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, please. Let's get back to little Tony B. Getting enough sex at home, drugs are always a way to like, spice up the relationship. Yeah, yeah. incorporate yeah. a little cannabis. No, nah, my, uh, I don't have that problem in my life. I, I think it's more logistics that get in the way of us having totally. more sex. The fact that we sleep in different bedrooms during the week. Mm, I, I go know. to bed at seven thirty to nine. Schedules. Our kids are up past. When we go to bed, it's a different time. You know? I read an article that said sex over 50s, like where it's at. So lots to look forward to, guys. I'm halfway to the stars. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to end, right? Right? The morning Hey, well, this was sort of all over the place. As the podcast usually is. Thanks for checking it out. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. My love waits there In San Francisco